0: You are listening to the Improv Save My Life Podcast, brought to you on Bits, the Boston Improv Talk Station. All right, welcome to episode 24 of the Improv Save My Life Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Boyer. I'm joined today by Bill Fryer. What's up, Bill? How you doing? Bill is a member of Bus Cow. He is also a podcaster on the Bits, uh, the Boston Improv Talk Station. Um, They make deep pod cuts. That's right. Uh, I've been, people are anxiously awaiting episode two. What's yeah, going it's, on? it's coming, it's coming.
1: Uh, there's some, we, we had some issues with the files. We had to re-record one or two times. We're, we're, it's a learning
0: experience, let's say. The Bits mailbox is blowing up. <laughs> <laughs> with a deep podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're like, we're hooked. <laughs> we need more. Uh, <laughs> and today's guest is Tim Johnson. What's going on, Tim? How you doing, Tom? Mm-hmm. Real good. Um... Tim is a member of the NXT cast at Improv Asylum, also a house teams member, Improv Asylum. Uh, any other groups? Uh, yeah, I so I was,
2: uh, I guess this past year, I was briefly the main stage understudy for a while. Uh, and actually, Aaron Berry and I, who were both main stage understudies at the same time, neither one of us ended up going on the main stage after, which is kind of funny. Aaron moved to LA, and uh, I think, Jeremy sort of kept asking me for meetings. I didn't know for what. uh, But I was sort of like, yeah, I'll I'll meet with you. I'll meet with you. And then eventually just kind of didn't meet. (laughs) Uh, So at that point, uh, he was just kind of like, all right, let's talk later. Uh, So I don't really know what's going to happen with that. Um, I was
0: was excited because I'm a big fan of yours. And I I saw your face on the. understudy board down in the, the lobby at Sound. Like, nice. I got to check this out. <laughs> and then it was gone one day. I'm like, huh. <laughs> yeah. I, I
2: had like gone down there once, like really pumped up to show somebody my face up there. And then it was just gone <laughs> <laughs> the next day. Uh, so that's kind of funny. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's actually funny. For the first time in a really long time, I'm not performing at all right now. Uh, I'm teaching a class on Tuesday night, so I'm not doing house teams for a little while. Uh, I'm not doing the current Sunday night show, uh, not doing under Understudy, so I'm just teaching for the nice. most part.
0: What, uh, uh, what level are you teaching?
2: Uh, strictly level ones. Nice. Huge, huge glut of level ones. <laughs> level <laughs> is ones, it multiple classes? Or is it just yeah, like, I yeah.
0: teach a few level ones a week. Nice. Um,
2: I, it's awesome. Yeah. I like it a lot.
0: Level one is probably one of the most important levels, I feel, because um, it, it, you find out whether you're going to get into improv or not based on your, your level one. Yeah. I had Matt Canzano, who was a great level one. Oh, yeah. that's great. Um, I would think that you would be a great level one teacher. <laughs> and, uh,
2: I never had Matt, but everybody who has had Matt for level one says he's, like, unbelievable.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and he's just such, like, an encouraging dude and such a fun guy to be around. Yeah. Uh, and he, like, is so good at making other people comfortable, which I think is, like, a huge hurdle for Absolutely. starting improv, that I can imagine him being an awesome
1: level yeah. one guy. Level one, for me, was was really cool. I mean, it was just... So fun, you know, and like, I think that's, that's a lot of something that a lot of people don't understand. And then like, you do level one, and then you go into level two, and they're like, okay, well, we had fun in level one, and now we're going to like, see if you really want to do this, you right. know, and, and that's, that's where I got, I got really excited. Yeah. Um, in level two and three and so.
0: Just a brief story before we get into your story. Um, so I had Jeremy for level three, and this was around last summer, and it was when both the NXT shows were going on. I was a big fan of both NXT shows last summer, um, and I was talking to him about it before class. I was like, yeah, I really like the uh, the uh, Orange Line song that you, oh, you, yeah, you that did. Oh, yeah, that was great. Like, yeah,
1: that was really good.
0: And um, there was like a, I don't know if it was inspired by Dangerous Minds, uh, but there was like a, a teacher oh, sketch, yeah. like cool teacher, <laughs> yeah. where you like... You were like the the nerdy teacher kind of, and then you, uh, trans- you, you you transformed into the cool teacher, and you're like sitting backwards in the chair. Yeah, it reminded me of Dangerous Minds. I, I think yeah. that was I can't speak
2: for for its writer, uh, Catherine DeSimo, but I think that was a, a Dangerous Minds inspired sketch. Yeah, I think it actually literally was called Cool Teacher. I think
1: that's what, <laughs> what it was called on paper. Right was now. that was that the same show where you did the the hairdresser? Yes. Oh my. God, that was—I think that was like one of the first shows that I saw, like legit here, and I was like, oh, "Wow, yeah. this place is fucking great." Wow, yeah, uh, that's really interesting
2: because I feel like that sketch was like super hit or miss. Like sometimes, I, like people like would love it, yeah. and sometimes, like I would be just like. <laughs> it was really, really crazy, and it was just, like, total crickets. Uh, so I'm glad you caught it on a good it, night, I, I was definitely both. I saw it twice, and it hit me both times. Nice. <laughs> it <was just> awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was a good sketch. It was. I, I feel like sometimes I would
0: just, like, have it, and sometimes I just kind of wouldn't. So I, um, so I had the ceremony for level three. At the end of level three, we had, like, a half hour left in class the last day, and it's just like, all right, so I'll answer any questions anybody has. Just, shoot, any, any questions at all. So I was like, well, what are you looking for? Because I had been trying out for house teams and and just not making it. And I was like, what are you looking for for house teams auditions? And then after that, like, what would you be looking for for NXT? So he kind of broke down and he looks for for house teams. Then he was like, NXT, I look for, like, somebody musical, uh, well-varied. And he's like, well, you know that guy in the Orange Line sketch, uh, Tim Johnson? I'm like, yeah. He's like. Something like that. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's like, amazing. Yeah. Archetype wow. for an yeah, NXT, NXT archetype. <laughs> nice. So on this show, uh, we kind of try to get the uh, guests' background, like where they grew up, and then basically how that how they got into improv from there, and then we just kind of take it from there. So uh, if you wouldn't mind, just taking me through where you're from, and then kind of how you got into improv. Yeah,
2: sure. Um, so I grew up in a town called Hanover on the South Shore. Uh, about half an hour south of Boston, um, and went to high school there, um, and I, I didn't do any sort of, like, drama or any any of that kind of stuff uh, when I was in high school growing Did up. Did it right not now. interest you, or? Uh, I think, like, I was probably too concerned about, like, being a being a dude, yeah. you know, <laughs> uh, to, to get into drama. I think, like, some high schools have, like, you know, drama cultures where, like, you can kind of pull it off and also, like, still be, like, considered a cool dude, but, yeah. uh, I think, like, it was funny, the culture of Hanover was definitely not like a, like a culture where, like, you know, dudes also do theater. You know? So I think I was just like, no, nah, I, I can't do that. Like, I can't, my identity just can't, like, jive with also being a theater guy. Also, I think I would have been too uh, scared
0: to. Uh, like stage fright wise, I don't right. think I would have been able to like, get myself. Yeah, the thought never crossed my mind in high school. <laughs> like, maybe not. <laughs> I never even looked at
1: the theater. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I wanted to do theater in high school, but only there was one play they had. It was like beach massacre party or something, Love and it that. was like, yeah. and, and it was like if I I'll do it if we do this one, and then they did like Annie, and I was like, peace, <laughs> nope. Okay. Yeah, there was, actually, there was, my senior year, um,
2: they put on, uh, I think, Anything Goes, which I think is, like, I don't know if you guys know anything about. I just know, I like, heard the I think it yeah. ends, like, the song ends with, like, anything goes, Yeah, it so. yeah, yeah well, It's, like, it is kind of like a, like, yeah, there's, like, a lot of jazz handsy type stuff. I think it takes place on, like, a ship or something. Um, but, like, a bunch of people were in that, and, like, like a bunch of, like, like my friends and stuff did it, and I was, like this actually kind of kicks ass. And uh, I remember like really regretting not doing it. Uh, but I, I think just sort of like where I was at, like as a guy, I just, there's just no way I would have been able to do it. Uh,
0: I think like, I'd say 50% of the people that I've interviewed had no interest in trauma in high school. Really? And then they just improv, you know, grab them, You know, in college, or a little bit later than that. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I think like the the performance part of it, like, because a lot of people come to it like just messing around with their friends and just like playing off each other, having bits and stuff, not necessarily performing in front of anything. I think it's almost like a different aspect of it.
0: Yeah, the first time I was ever on stage was at the Y Show. (laughs) Oh, really? Wow. Wow. Did that like cross your mind while you were doing it? Like, this is yeah. I I mean, I, I was as nervous as pro- probably I could possibly be after, like, the first show. Second show was kind of nervous, and then after that, like, when you realize the Wild Show was mostly just other improv groups yeah. um, you were performing for. So once you kind of figured that out, nerves went away. Plus just getting repetitions in there. Yeah. You know, you, you get over your stage right. The only time I get nervous now is house team auditions. And oh, then I yeah. just lose That's whatever hard. confidence <laughs> I have. It's <laughs> <laughs> tough. Yeah, I feel like that, house team
2: auditions is like, something about the format of it is just terrifying. Yeah. Uh, the, the first time I ever auditioned for house teams was actually in this room, in the classroom, uh, which was like doubly weird. Uh, and as happens, like for people who are doing it for the first time, like, I just waited until the very end, just like watched everybody else go, yeah. got up, like, probably did the worst 10 minutes of theater that City of mm-hmm. Boston's ever seen. But, uh, <laughs> and then they were like, yeah, we'll let you know. Uh <laughs> Uh, and absolutely didn't make it that time. Um, but I remember just, I, yeah, I don't think I've ever been that terrified as my first house seems audition, I think. Uh, cause like up till then, all your improv is like in this safe space where it's just like you and your class yeah. and like, you're all going through it together and kind of like sucking together and like succeeding <laughs> together. And then suddenly there's like all these other people who like may have been doing it for a while and you're like, I don't know, that was another level of... Intensity for me.
0: I made it a point my first couple house team auditions not to go with anybody in my class because I wanted, like, whoa. I don't know. I was like, in my head, (laughs) in my head, I had it like, I'm going to prove to them I don't need my classmates. I I,
1: I could stand on my own. That's, I mean, when we, I was talking, I forget who it was, uh, but they said if you go out with your class, like if if you're just in a team with your class and auditions, they'll switch you up and they know you're Um, in class together, they'll just switch you up. Yeah. Like, they want to see what you play like. You know, when you're off your game a little bit. Yeah.
0: Know. Yeah. So, no drama in high school. Well, no drama club. I don't know. About <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> personal life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, so much drama. Uh, man, so much drama at the Hanover Mall. <laughs> <laughs> um, When did you get into improv?
2: Ah, uh, So, I took, I started taking classes here when I think I was like 26. Uh, so, like five years ago. Um, I saw, where I went to college, they had, like, improv groups um, that I would go and watch. Um, Where was that? uh, Wesleyan in Connecticut. Um, And and I I couldn't believe how funny the people were who did it. I just couldn't believe how funny they were. Uh, And I think also that at that point, like, I was still probably so just, like, shy and wrapped up in, like, you know, trying to cultivate a certain image or something that I was like, there's no way I would ever get up and do something like that. Uh, although I did, in, in college, I auditioned for something for the first time. I auditioned for the, the gospel choir at Wesleyan, which is called, <laughs> just called Ebony Singers, uh, which is pretty amazing. Um, it's, called, uh, it's, yes, it's, called, it's called Ebony Singers, yeah. Uh, and yeah, you're looking at me and saying, this, this is the whitest person I've ever seen. <laughs> this yeah. sounds like a, like a sketch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm here for the Ebony Singers. Okay. <laughs> Uh, no, it was, it was really fun. It was a gospel choir, and, you know, it was like any, anybody could audition for it. So it was this huge, like, 150-person gospel choir. And they made you, to audition, they made you just, like, sing for 60 seconds just to sort of, like, see if you could do it. Because it was also a class, so I think the the reverend who ran it just, like, wanted to see, like, he wanted to weed out people who were there to just, like, get, like, a kick class by just making you get up and sing to get in. Right. Uh, and there were 150 people there, and, like... I was supposed to go maybe like one of the first 10, but I just kept getting up and walking out and then coming back in. And then it was supposed to be my turn and I would just walk out and then come back in. And am like, I'm out in the hallway like muttering and cursing and stuff. And, uh, by the time there was like nobody left, I finally walked back in and, and sang for like 30 seconds. And, uh, man, it was so intense. Like my heart was hammering. Uh, but you know, it went fine and like I got in and stuff, um, so that was the first like stage thing of any kind
1: that I did was this college gospel choir. Right. Sixty so, six seconds is a long time to just be singing yeah. on stage. <laughs> I realize when you just start like doing stuff in front of people that like a stage minute is not yeah, a minute totally. at all. Yeah, time slowed down. <laughs> so you're,
2: you're musical. Um, were you ever in a band or uh, I was in in college I was in a a, a Motown cover band that performed uh, once. We're called, <laughs> we were called Mr. Band. Uh, and we, <laughs> we had a one-night performance that you can actually find on YouTube. I will uh, look
0: this up um, when I get on a- <laughs> Yeah, it's,
2: it's, it's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, Mr. Band. There were these tunnels under Wesleyan University that had always been sort of like mythical. Like, oh, supposedly there's these tunnels. But then one, one day my friends and I actually found them and we like kicked in some door. And there was this huge like subterranean space. So uh, <laughs> we, we started, yeah, it was amazing. So we started having parties there. What were you expecting to find? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, I, I the Holy just, Grail? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bunch of bodies or something, I don't know. Uh, but it was, it was awesome. Um, right. So my I had this band and we performed down there once. I actually played the drums for that performance, uh, but that was the end of the band. And I think that's the limit of my mm-hmm. musical career.
1: <laughs> there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of ties to to. People who are musical and people who are also super, super funny. Like, if you look at, there's like a lot of shows like Metalocalypse, like Brendan Small. Oh, yeah. So many shows. Super. And then like Brad Neely, I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he did, he's got a show in China, Illinois, but he's also super musical and stuff. And um, I would, how do you feel like there's, is there a connection between those two things that you feel or. That's interesting. Um,
2: I don't know. I guess sort of like a general kind of, like, theatricality might connect the two things. And I'm also trying to think of, like, you know, musical people who just seem, like, kind of anti-theatrical. You Mm. know what I mean? Like, um, I don't know. You can think of sort of, like, the musicians, like, who you could picture never, like, getting on stage and trying to be funny. Um, Yeah. You know, but I guess, like, there's also, like,
0: a kind who you could see, like, really easily making a transition Mm. like that. I think being musical is a good uh, trick to have in your bag. Um, Just. You can a lot of the shows ends with like a musical number, so if you're oh, yeah. if you're the person that can play guitar and sing, you're probably gonna be in that sketch, yeah. and you're probably gonna contribute to writing it. And uh, you know that's that's a lot on you, but if it comes out well, then you end up looking at like a like a star, yeah. really. Even yeah. just like rhythm and timing
1: and, and that or, kind of stuff, yeah. I think like there's a lot of con- uh, uh, parallels there mm-hmm. between like comedy and. Yeah, that's interesting. I hadn't thought of that before, but yeah, I think that's true.
2: I remember when I was auditioning for NXT the first time, what I was really excited about was like, oh, maybe I'll be able to like, do something musical on a stage. Yeah. Um, because aside from like doing that singing in college, like I, I hadn't really got much of a chance to like, do musical stuff for yeah. audiences. Um,
1: I bet it made you look like a better applicant, just, just having that in your back pocket, being like,
0: oh yeah, I can play drums or I can sing yeah, or, or do something like that. Yeah, I think so. I guess yeah. that's true. So my second time on stage at the Y, <laughs> I have um, I got into improv later in like, I'm thirty five. Yeah. I got into it just about over a year ago. Yeah. Um, so I'm super ambitious because I feel like I have time to make up for. Like there's all these a lot of younger people, so I go hard when I when I when I and I I think I'm over ambitious sometimes. So the second show, um, I decided I want to do musical improv. <laughs> And I can sound like John Cougar, Mellencamp. Uh, so I came up with this idea, and there's a guy in my group, Greg, that plays guitar. So um, take the song Jack and Diane, but throw it to the audience to make up any other couple that would be together. Oh, that's um, awesome. And then uh, we, I would sing. So we got the suggestion of Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. Oh, boy. <laughs> so I had to make up a song to the tune of Jack and Diane about Dr. Drain and Snoop Dogg, <laughs> to, to the chorus, and then after the chorus, have two people from my group go out and act out what I just sang about in improv, then go back to uh, the song again. Whoa. back <laughs> So it's three, a, three times. Yeah. It's a, it's it's a, a cool thing. idea. Super, super ambitious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For I the second it's time it's on awesome. stage. Is, yeah. uh, oh my God. It turned out, I don't think the two people that were... On stage, really, they're younger. Mm. They just didn't know Dre and Snoop Dogg like I do. How so, do you even? I mean, I, th- I think they're familiar that they're rappers, but like yeah. probably didn't know their whole, you know, a lot to pull from. Yeah. So uh, it just really didn't. It, it, it ended up with uh, uh it, it didn't turn out well. So I got kind of vetoed from coming up. There <laughs> Crazy the second ideas time for a you did this thing, it was bad. Never again. <laughs> I think just now we're getting into, like, a comfort zone where we're, we're willing to try uh, weirder stuff. But yeah, I yeah. dig musical improv, so, like, mm-hmm. um, a lot. Um, have you ever done a um, – at IP? What's oh, the, yeah, they do the, – Harmando. Uh, is that what it's called? Or? Or,
1: well, on Saturdays they have classes, and sometimes it's, like, stand-up or, or improv, but they
0: do musical improv, like, I think it's, like, every third Saturday. So I want to like, um, say it's called Harmando, and it's uh, yeah. karaoke-based improv. Oh, okay. It sounds cool. I, I don't know why I haven't checked it out yet. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Hmm. Uh no, I I was um
2: in two thousand twelve I was on like the first uh bump incarnation. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the um like I guess god that's like over two years ago at this point. Um and that was the first time I ever really tried musical improv or anything. Uh man, that shit is terrifying. <laughs> uh like I think just doing improv made me nervous enough, but like adding that element to it, like I, I kind of couldn't imagine. When they described what it was we were going to do, I honestly kind of couldn't imagine <laughs> doing it.
0: How did, how did it come out?
2: Uh, like, how did I get into it, or like, how did it end how, up how going? Did, yeah,
0: how, how did it end up going?
2: Ah, uh, Bump, man. Bump was like some of, I think, Bump is definitely like up there with my favorite moments I've ever had. Uh, doing improv, like, when that stuff goes well, it's so awesome. Yeah. Uh, and when it goes poorly, it's, like, tough. Um, <laughs> it's, like, yeah, it's, like, a high-risk, high high-reward high type deal, I guess. Mm. You know what I mean? It's, like, yeah. raising the tightrope or something. Like, the fall is much worse, but the spectacle is more
0: engaging or something. That was beautiful. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like stuff like that, though, because, I mean, bad shows – you have them, then you kind of forget about them. But when you have those awesome moments, I mean, those stay with you. So yeah. I mean, it's worth the risk. I think that that's like true about, I mean, you mentioned it just sounding impossible when
1: you heard what you were going to do. And like, I think a lot of people look at improv like that and then they go into imp- class and stuff and they see it's really, it's doable, you know, and you yeah. can do it and you're like challenging yourself to a certain extent. And I mean, that speaks to how great it feels when you, feel, when you actually do a show. Yeah. And it's like amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was some of the highest points ever of
2: improv, I think. And the rehearsals were super fun. Like, we would, um, you know, be down there on Sunday mornings at, like, 11.30, uh, just, like, drinking coffees and, like, doing <laughs> musical improv warm-ups and stuff. And it was it was awesome. That was, like, I was up there with, like, my favorite time period of doing improv just because it was so awesome. The director, Brian Dunn, is just the best dude uh, and, like, super fun to work with and work for. And the other people on the cast were so fun. Like, Cabin was on the cast at that point. Um, it was great. Like yeah, it was it was awesome. I I miss
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> so you started taking classes here five years ago. You saw? Oh yeah, yep. Um, you went through the whole training center. Um, did you made house teams eventually? I take it not the first time. But... Yeah, eventually. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, I think so. Like it's actually kind of funny. I, I had never had any thoughts about I don't know performing or anything. I was at a party and like. 2009, and this girl who I briefly started talking to, uh, you know, I must have been like hamming it up or something, she was like, I think you would really enjoy doing improv comedy, and I was like, huh, Uh, and so she she took me to a show at IB, a Sunday night show at IB, where I had never been, Um, and uh, it was, you know, like there was a couple of stand-ups, and then there was an improv group. Um, and then afterwards, they, like, asked people if they wanted to come up on stage and stuff. What's crazy, one of the guys in the improv group that performed was Ryan McFarland. Oh, yeah. Um, so, like, the first time I ever saw improv was, like, McFarland and uh, a couple of other guys who were around IA for a long time. I don't think any of them are here anymore. Um, but, yeah, I saw I saw Ryan up there. And I was like, man, this, this dude's amazing. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, I got up there on stage and we played, like, some game or something. And I, like, cracked a couple of jokes and, like, some people laughed. And I was like, this is
1: unbelievable.
2: Uh
0: Ryan McFarlane, he's great. Um, I've been trying to get him on this forever. He's he's, he's elusive to this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but, uh, he's the first guy I remember seeing because I we had class on Tuesday night when I first started coming here. So yeah. like after the first class, people were like, "Hey, let's go over to house teams." I'm like, "Okay," but because you get out of class at eight, you miss like the first yeah. couple teams. So Ghost Factory is the first team that I might have saw. It caught the end of one team and then saw Ghost Factory come out, and just his intro where he... Oh, yeah, runs out. G- yeah. Points yeah. at everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, this guy is into this. <laughs> All right, let me pay attention. The, so. the oft-imitated <laughs> Ryan McFarlane intro. That's one of the reasons I'm on money. I just, when I started off, I'm going to be like... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the Impro <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <yes>. oh <laughs> Give yourself a round of applause. Yeah,
2: the, uh, the we, do, we do spoofs and we do goofs. <laughs> <laughs> I love <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> And none, none of us knew that he was going to say that. And so, like, if you looked around at all of our faces, we were just, what going <laughs> yeah. so, was funny. Um, so So, yeah, like, I watched I watched that show, and I got into it, and this same girl, like, sent me an email with, like, links to training center classes. Wow. And then she actually moved away, and then, like, you know, I haven't talked to her since. Um, but I was like, you know what, like, yeah, I'll try it. Like, I, I think, like a lot of people, like, I was kind of at a point in my life where I was just sort of, like, ready to do something weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I had been at the same job for a really long time, um, and I don't know. I was like, all right, let's, let's do it. Uh, and it was funny. Like, I talked to all the people in my Level 1 class. It seemed like a similar thing. Like, people had just, like, moved out here or, like, you know, had, like, something was just ending or something was just beginning. Like, either they had just, like, you know, been, like, laid off, like, or just, like, started a new company or, like, you know, like, they had just, like, broken up with somebody or, like, you know, like, moved out to be with somebody or something. Um, so, I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, so yeah, I, I took classes and I auditioned for house teams, didn't, didn't make it the first few times. Um, and then finally did. And man, house teams was, uh, it was tough on me. Cause like I would get up on stage the first couple times, just bomb, mm. you know, just, just be terrible. Uh, and I'd be like up in the middle of the night, like Johnson, like what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think you're doing out there? Of shit, and uh, <laughs> like you know, I, I like developed a twitch and stuff because I was like I was so amped up. About it all the time. <laughs> oh yeah, it was it was it was tough. What was um, the twitch? Uh, I was in my it was in my eyelid. I oh, developed geez. a right eyelid twitch. Yeah, because I was so amped up about about house
0: teams. It's it's weird because I would say you look out of anybody. You look one of the most comfortable on stage now. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I
2: I don't know. I guess. Like, it's been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> that was like, that was four years ago at this point. Um, so I've been on there for a long time. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of it for me was sort of like getting to a point where it didn't feel like I was like intruding on somebody else's thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, um, there's like all these people who know each other and it's like their space and they kind of treat it like their space and you're waltzing in and like, you yeah. know, they're kind of like, well, like, this guy thinks he's funny, you know what I mean? Uh, so I think it took that to kind of like dissolve and for me to start to feel like I was you know, not intruding on somebody else's thing, but, like, this thing was, you know, my thing as much as it was
1: anybody else's thing, I guess. That is exactly how I feel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, like, I'm, yeah, like, totally the same way. And I, I mean, I'm, I've been doing, I'm in level four now, so I've been doing, I'm, I am in level 4 now so i have been i have not been here that long, but, like, yeah. I definitely, I, I I work to get over that every
0: day. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like, you know, I have, like, a one-a-day calendar. Like,
1: you're a good person. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why
0: I think, like, when we do the Y show, when we have the jams where yeah. you get in with um, just yeah. people from other teams, yeah. they always come out pretty good. And then you realize, hey, you know, I can actually improvise with other people other than people on my own team or people in my own class. Yeah. Um, it just takes a little bit of doing that to get comfortable with it. but Definitely. once yeah. you do it.
2: I, it was funny, because like I, I kind of got comfortable with house teams, and like, I think, this sort of happens, like, you sort of, like, you know, six months in, you're like, I figured it out, you know what yeah. I mean? like, <laughs> like, now I know how to do it, I'm like, I'm the best. Uh, and, like, I think I performed a show um, at the, the Awkward Compliment show oh, at yeah. uh, I I Davis Square. I did. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, like, a, a group of other guys and I performed there, and it was my first, like, away show and it was, like, it was so hard, like, doing a show in a space that's, like, not your home court or Mm -hmm. something, you know, like, something about just, like, I don't know, feeling like the space is your space, like, or not feeling that way, like, really freaked me out, and the other thing was that, like, I, I, like, worshipped those dudes at that point, like, Aqua Compliment was, like, all the funniest guys, uh, and, um, and girls, too, Patty was on it at that point, um, and, like, I don't know if you guys would (coughs) have seen this guy, Matt Dan, who was, uh. I keep hearing his name, I don't think I've ever seen him. Oh man, the guy is just a force of nature mm-hmm. on stage, like I could not, I, first time I went to house teams, I could not believe how funny that dude was, I like went home and googled him afterwards, I was like, this guy's got to be famous, uh, and so like he, he, you know, and Mark and Brian DeBello and McFarland and mm-hmm. a couple other guys who moved out west now were on Opera Compliment, and just like being in their presence made me super nervous, so yeah. was, hey guys, what's going on? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And, you know, you're in this weird room, and nobody's, like, you know, like, sometimes the, the crowds are small. Sometimes the crowds that show are huge, um, yeah. which can also be, like, intense. Yeah. Um,
1: it's a small it's a stage, tiny, too. Tiny yeah. yeah, it's a small stage, and uh, it's, like, not a big room, even. Right. Like, it's just, like, very... Very tight, yeah. <laughs> but it's really, I, it's, it's got a good atmosphere to it. Like, like Brian, I think, sets the tone really well. Oh man! I mean, he yeah. just comes in and is like, pew pew, pew. <laughs> welcome yeah. to whatever, we're gonna do all this stuff. <laughs> yeah,
0: bounding up on stage yeah. after the comedian. <laughs> oh, I like, I like, uh, I like that show because it, it has stand-ups, too. <clears throat> so it's yeah. a, a little bit different than most of those the shows that are around here. Mm. Um. So, from there, you went to NXT. Do you have a favorite moment from NXT you can think of? Oh, man. Um, yeah, I mean, so I, I did
2: NXT for two summers, um, and just, like, the, the sort of, like, magic of the first summer was, like, I don't know, that was something else. Like, it was the first time I kind of felt in this place, like, you know, like, this is, this is serious, like... I know, like I think the moment where it sunk in when Norm said we could use the Keurig like when you're <laughs> <laughs> the keys to the car son <laughs> yeah, right. when Norm was like yeah like this stuff's, this stuff's for you guys that's who it's here for so, oh like, shit yeah.
0: We made it! <laughs> um, just a side note. When we, when we first got here, <laughs> Tim went straight and got a <laughs> cup of coffee. <laughs> He's still using his Keurig privileges yeah, yeah. to day. Uh, I love
2: it. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, that, the, first, the first summer being on NXT was just like an unbelievable time. It was so fun. And like the process of like writing stuff together, like I, you know, like so like Mark O'Connor was on that cast and I didn't know him that well at that point. Um, but like, you know, going over to Mark's house and just like drinking a couple beers and like trying to write a song or something was just like so awesome. Like it was so exciting. It's yeah, it's like a very, I don't know. It, it was an awesome time. Um, and Dan Kleonsky, who I don't know if you guys know was on that cast too. And yeah, um, like it, such a fun guy to hang out with and move to New York now, um, but that that whole summer was like was amazing. Last summer was awesome too. But I think there's there's nothing like the first yeah. summer of being a part of something like that. Like you know you get to like they give you a stipend to go out and buy a suit. You oh. know what I mean? Like yeah. suddenly you're in you know like Jeremy Brothers backyard getting photographed in a suit for like, some photo shoot. Uh, it was, that it was, sounds just, super sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my laughs> yeah, and then yeah, and then we're all it shot. puts the lotion at the best. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but man, I think yeah, I think if you like look at me in any of those pictures, I probably just have this look on my face like this is unbelievable. <laughs> uh, I also have ridiculous hair at that that period. I have this like long, dense, leery hair at that at that time.
0: So where you are in your career now? Um, well, now you're just teaching. Um, are you gonna be on the NXT cast this summer? Do you think?
2: Not sure. Um, I don't know. I I sort of like. Um, the summer is open because I work in like a public school system, um, so my summer is like very wide open in a way that my academic year is not. So I would I would love to get back into doing some stuff, um, and I don't I don't know what that's going to be like. I'd love to keep teaching too. Like I, I found that I really really like teaching classes a lot. Like yeah. it's it's awesome because um, it's fun to like watch other people get super pumped up about this stuff too. Yeah. sort to of remember what it was like when you were first starting out and. Uh, Also, just in doing the teaching stuff, I remember all this stuff that I kind of forgot. (laughs) You know, you're supposed to (laughs) be doing when you perform, Um, you know, and not just like getting up there and doing bits with people you're friends with, Uh, you know, which I think when you get comfortable enough, it's kind of just like walk up on stage and like, oh, like, let's fuck around. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is our space. Uh,
0: um, So I I would love to hit it hard
2: again this summer, but I I don't know what's going to happen.
0: Ultimately, where would you like to see your improv career go? It's a really it's a tough question. I don't know.
2: Um, I feel like I kind of go back and forth between being like this is like a great hobby and sort of like a really nice thing that like I like to do with you know the time that I have free and like my weekends and stuff. And then there's sometimes when I'm like this is it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Like I, like I had never written a sketch that people liked um, until, <laughs> until 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 like uh, until Orange Line went pretty well. And I think I was like oh man, like this feels great. Um, And, yeah, like, I I guess I just, like, wasn't familiar with the feeling of sort of, like, writing something that you feel, you know, that you feel good about having written. Um, And I guess, like, once that happened, I was kind of like, huh. Uh,
0: I love the line in um, Orange Line. I I don't know the exact quote, but uh, the girl was just saying all sorts of crazy Boston uh, phrases and uh, something about Boston wrong. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know that always stuck out to me as, as funny. Yeah. I like the, uh, if you touch the, if, if you touch the seats, don't
1: touch your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Which guy, I always think about that. Cause like, I'll, I'll like touch my face and I'll be like on the train and just, actually the other day uh, I was on the train and it was raining and the tr- rainwater dripped through the roof of the train and into my eye. Oh, man. through like filtered <laughs> through this filthy Boston underground train and man. into my freaking in socket. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, it was it was a tense train ride. Oh, it was man. like an hour until I got to work where I could clean it out. So it was oh, like man. the eye wash station. I, I the verdict's still out whether it's gonna just fall out of my head, but <laughs> it seems that's, fine. That's,
0: <laughs> All right. So what I want to do now is. Uh, Something called the made up movie game. So I'm just gonna put my iPod on shuffle. Whatever the next song is, uh, I'll tell you the title. We'll listen to it for a second of it, but <coughs> I'm gonna ask you to make up a movie based on the title, uh, like a plot synopsis, as okay. if you were watching the movie on Comcast. You hit the info button, the little blurb it gives you. Yeah. So if you can make up a blurb, and then we can just improv a quick scene from that. Yeah, and, that sounds uh, good. All right, so hitting shuffle. This never works out well for me. <laughs> <laughs> my boo by usher and alicia keys
2: (laughs) okay so is is my boo the is it the title of the movie yeah (laughs) all right the title of the movie is my boo okay um all right so there's a kid named steve uh and he's from uh new jersey and his parents tell him that he has to like spend the summer with uh his grandmother in in western massachusetts because uh, she, you know, she doesn't have a lot of time left. So they're like, Steve, we're shipping you off for the summer to spend the summer with grandma. And he's like, "Oh, like grandma's lame. Like, I want to stay home and do motocross." Uh, <laughs> and, um, so, so they ship him, they ship him out there, and he, like, you know, while his grandmother's making tea, he like moves up, goes up into his attic room, and discovers uh, the ghost of a young girl who's up there, uh, and they, and they uh, fall, they fall in love and he becomes really conflicted about whether he's going to be able to leave her at the end of the summer. And the joke is that he calls her his boo, because, you know, she's also a (laughs) ghost. All right, so let's
0: improv a scene from it. Was it Steve?
2: Yeah, yeah, the kids named Steve.
0: Steven, I'm so happy you came to visit me. I don't have much time left on this earth.
2: Uh, Yeah, no, I know, Grandma. Um, I'm I'm glad to see you, too.
0: You're such a handsome young man.
2: Yeah, 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 that's what everybody, that's what everybody at school says. I don't know if you, know, I don't know if mom told you, but I was voted most attractive, so.
0: Ah, yeah, that's wonderful, sweetheart. Yeah. I'm going to crochet. Could you help me? I got some supplies in the attic. I can't get myself.
2: Uh, yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. Um. Okay, yeah, is it the, uh, is, is it this pull-down chain? Yeah. From, from the ceiling?
0: That's the one, sweetie.
2: Okay. Oh, Covered in pollen.
0: It's the box labeled crocheting supplies. Oh,
2: okay, Grandma, you're always so literal. All right, <laughs> here here goes. Pull.
0: Be careful up there, sweetie.
2: Okay, thanks, Grandma. Whoa, what's this? A box?
1: Hey. Whoa! Oh, uh, didn't mean to scare you. Oh. Sneak up on you like that. Oh, holy shit. Whoa, whoa
2: you're, you're kind of hot Yeah, you're kind of
1: handsome
2: Thanks that's a, I don't know if my grandmother would have told you I was the most attractive
1: that that makes sense it conjured me onto the material plane what I'm a ghost my, hold on my attractiveness
2: conjured you onto this plane of existence that's that's what Jesus said when I was sent away
1: whoa, yeah. whoa. Yeah. what yeah, so. J- Jesus yeah yeah. This is heavy. I didn't, I mean, I know you're just up here for a box. I heard you talking to your grandma downstairs, but. Yeah,
2: yeah. she's okay.
0: I need my surprise.
2: Ah, uh, hold on grandma, just listen to this record.
1: So like, do you want to do something sometime or? Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, are you into uh, bikes? I, I like watching people ride bikes.
2: Oh my, okay. Like, do, you, do you do tricks and jumps? Oh my God. Like you're not. you're not even gonna believe. I'm sorry. What's I'm Steve. I'm Alicia. Hey, oh, that's a pretty name. Thank you. Cool. Uh yeah. Like if you want, I, I could just go out and like set up a. I could set up a
1: jump. That's that's great. I'll watch from this picture window up here. I can't actually leave this attic, but oh man, I think I'm gonna like summer. Hey, sweetheart, did you meet Alicia upstairs? What you
0: knew? Yeah, she died in the in the yard last year. She was doing motocross.
2: Grandma, this girl died in your yard?
0: Yeah, she was showing off for me.
2: Was she, what was she doing back here?
1: Doing
0: motocross. I love motocross.
2: Grandma, that's kind of serious.
0: Yeah, I buried her in the, in the attic. <laughs> you...
2: <laughs> whoa. Uh, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Um... So, like, did she, in life, did she have, like, a boyfriend or anything?
0: There was this guy that used to come around, but he was not nearly as attractive as you are. Yeah, that's
2: probably a douche, huh?
0: Yeah, he was kind of a douche.
2: Yeah, like, uh, does he ride, or?
0: I don't know much about him, to be honest with you, sweetheart.
2: Okay, all right. Cool, 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 cool. I'm
0: going to start crocheting. You go about your business. You do what young boys do.
2: Oh, thanks, Grandma. I think I'm going to like, so...
0: (laughs) (laughs) and oh <laughs> wow Gosh. well done you've got a winner on there. well done yeah. so you got to run um mm. do you
2: have anything you want to promote or anything uh you know I'm in the odd position of not being in anything <laughs> level uh, one yeah yeah come I'll take a level one in Improv Asylum um uh the, I just saw the new Single Ladies cast a couple weekends Ooh. ago um and it's a, a like four like brand new cast uh super super fun um yeah, it's Patterson, Dewar, Alex, KG, and... Uh, KG and Pat um, Pat Pariala. They're um, going to have to transit signs. Yeah, I know. The signs are now two casts removed from, from, from being accurate. This is not what I came for at yeah. all. I came for Kitty the Tramp. <laughs> yeah, um, but there's, those, those dudes are super funny, and that show is awesome. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, come, come sign up for level one. Uh, I'd, I'd love to have you. <laughs> Can I guarantee you'll be in my class? No. <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> All right. Bill, you got anything cool? You want to promote? Uh, Bus Cow, uh we're going to – I don't know if we have any shows coming up, but I'll let you know, <laughs> internet, <laughs> when we do. Um, uh, Deep Pod Cuts, we're going to have a new episode up. Sunday
0: I believe. Yes, internet calm down. Yeah, take it easy guys. I know I
1: don't want you blowing up Tom's inbox, right? We we'll we'll, we're getting to it. Um and also sketch game, uh which is something I forgot to promote last time, uh which is super cool. Uh me and Joey Lopez, I think you know, uh do this thing called sketch game where every week we'll send out a prompt which is just like just a random word or or a phrase. And we'll all write sketches based on that prompt. So it's like ice cream machine and you write a sketch and start like short one minute, super easy. What day do you send this out? Wednesdays. Or Thursday. We the last one might have gone out Thursday.
0: But is it too late to get in this week's?
1: Uh I don't I probably not. And well, okay, so here's the thing. Like if you miss a week, you yeah. have to write an apology, which is it sounds really stupid and it's annoying as hell when you miss a week, but it definitely it's like that little amount of pressure. To like keep you writing, which is always you a might good as well thing. write a sketch at that point. I <laughs> know. Exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, but yeah, definitely email uh, Tom. <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
0: But Sketch is super cool. Um, check that out. All right. Uh, we actually Eagle Cub doesn't have anything coming up either. It's so kind of a <laughs> well, we'll be at we'll be at uh, Hennessy's one. Oh yeah, uh, open, yeah, yeah. Right? The new the new that's uh, June second, I think is. Is that right? I think that, that sounds right. That's June 2nd, the uh, formerly Just Comedy at the Y is moving to Hennessy's. Uh, so so a better venue. Um, be able to get drinks there. Yeah, uh, there'll be people there that have no idea that this improv is going to be happening. <laughs> so, so that'll be fun. Yeah. yeah, so we'll be at the first show for that. Is that Thursday night? Monday is that night. Monday night? Okay. Yeah. Um, that's about it. Um, Thanks, Bill. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. Thanks, Tim. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. Fun, and fun to be here. Thanks for listening. Rest in peace, non-improvisers. Bye. <laughs> <It's funny>. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you.